0: Welcome to the first HFL show of 2021 with me, Ian Auld. On this week's show, we'll speak to Scott Barber, one of Fraserburgh's hat trick heroes from Saturday's 13 1 win over Turriff. Broda Rangers manager Stephen Mackay looks ahead to yet another rearranged Scottish Cup first round match against Camelin, and we'll preview this weekend's action with Mr. Highland League himself, Dave Edwards. But first up, let's look back at last weekend's action with three games surviving the weather. Clack the Cudden finally played their first league game of the campaign and it started so well for the Lily Whites, leading the Locos 2-0. But the men from Harlow Park fired back to record their second win from two league games, winning 4-2 in the end at Grant Street Park. For Martin also kept up their unbeaten start to the league campaign but left it late with Johnny Smith scoring a last-minute winner beating Nairn County by two goals to one. However, Fraserbras were the big winners at the weekend as they picked up their third win of the campaign hammering Tariff by 13 goals to one and I'm delighted to say I'm joined on the line now by Fraserbras' Scott Barber. Scott, how are you? I'm very well, I'm very well, despite all the, the lockdown etc. Um, Highland League football, as we already mentioned, is, is continuing this weekend as well. Uh, but let's first of all look back at last weekend, um, Scott, quite a, a tremendous win for you guys. Your first home game of the, the campaign as well. Uh, delighted to get the three points, but also scoring a bucket load of goals in the process.
1: Oh yes, I like the old... three points game the game the game ahead, Ken, But once, you know, ahead, like, off. Goals,
0: like. I'm sure you know the the guys at Tariff, uh won't uh, were not reminded of the of the scoreline, but uh, but thirteen goals nonetheless. You know you, you know you've had two. The two league games prior to that, you beat Lossie away and you beat Nairn away as well. Both good wins, especially in this kind of shortened league season. But again, you know that'll do wonders for for well you guys going forward the confidence, everything like that, scoring so many goals, but but winning the game so comfortably. Oh it's not
1: a disappointment. We conceded a goal it's last Saturday again. The first page, what I was with Nairn. Kept clean sheets again. That was pretty important again for, so, um. I was, I was only deciding side in certain but you no, know, the net, the net in Loscere, skin is pretty tough. Game skin that a lot of nerds always was a hard place to go, and Loscere uh, made it tough for us now. Fair against so, the net. These days improve definitely.
0: This season, Mike. Well, that just shows you the standards that you guys are setting. If you're, you know, disappointed by by losing, uh, one goal and a thirteen one win, you scored a hat trick. Uh, so did Lewis Duncan and Gary Harris as well. Yeah. Who got the match ball? Uh, nifty. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think Tina I said for young lose to take it, because I was, was the first of an it. I think Kenny's yeah, just a young lose. we do got so bad. He's a prop lad I know, like, but he nah, didn't take it.
0: Like. So there was no, there was no fighting no. at the end of the game? No. Good. No, no. Good. Uh, Scott, um, well, quite a win to go into this weekend's Scottish Cup ties. Uh, it's quite an exciting weekend as well. There's there's lots of really good ties involving Highland League sides. Um, you guys have a, quite an intriguing tie of your own. You're up against Banks A D. Uh, this weekend as well. Um, first of all, how much are you looking forward to the Scottish Cup uh, second round? i yeah, be super looking forward to it. Today.
1: I'll be keen uh, to for the Scottish Cup. How how many I it's it's a tasty tie game. I'm looking forward to it. Then, hopefully. Next
0: That's right, and of course, only a number of years ago, you guys hosted Rangers on home soil as well. So there's always the potential. I was a
1: player. I was watching. I was there, but I was, was playing
0: with. Well, fingers crossed that obviously you get <laughs> through and get another big tie, but it won't be easy because you mentioned there. Um, you know you you, you know what it's all about. Banks a D you've Obviously a junior side not too far away from you guys, but um they've had a quite an impressive run over the last couple of years and in the Scottish Cup this season as well. They're a are a side with with big potential. You'll be on your guard against a uh, against a shock this weekend. I oh,
1: actually we we've, we've played him a couple of times well, come on. It's been a tough it's been a tough game, okay, well, we knocked him with the penalties in a couple last season two years year ago uh, the Ps. Okay, we've played it, played him in a third we'll start of this season mm-hmm. but that's nice. Different game, I suppose, but now that Archie gets a quality team again, they're, duty, they're duty a junior team, but the Archie says they're play in the league, but whether that ever happens in this world, but you know, that it'll be a tough game, totally different game compared to last year, last year, I last.
0: Well, that's it, and you mentioned as well, and I suppose it's an old cliche, but. You know the 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 top sides, the the Premier Division sides come into. It. Of course, you know the Rangers and the Celtics, Aberdeen. I mean Aberdeen, what a draw that would be, uh, for the club as well. Obviously, you know difficult supporters aren't able to, to to get through the doors, of course. But again, you know the, all the television things that come with it as well. And Bankside will have that at the back of their minds as well. So it's a uh, there's a lot to play for. Oh, definitely. Well, guess, man. That, that,
1: that's that's a quick a good team, scores goals then. I suppose, yeah.
0: Banks City themselves, they're, they're a club that a lot of people have talked about potentially moving up into the Highland League itself. So is that something that you think would ever happen or and, and how do you think they would they would cope in that uh, the environment of the Highland League? Hey, I think I like
1: saying say he's a little smoke over the last couple of years, but it, if I actually ever happened to Gang would have happened by me, but sure again if it's not it compelling league to pull we'd they would end up at top end of the table mm-hmm. the creative base and, the and the resort and resources after the take and I'd imagine a lot you know, kind of
0: turns are after well it's certainly shaping up to be uh quite an intriguing tie this weekend anyway, Fraserburgh against uh Banks A D. Um just quickly going back to the 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 league form of course we'll <clears throat> be back to league duty next weekend as well and uh, I know that there's only you know it's a shortened league season this year, but when you look at three wins from three, um, you know as I, as we said you can only beat what's in front of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've you've got maximum points this season as well. That that sets you up really nicely um, for that shortened league season. and a, and I and go at the title. What's that? Can it? Can the shots? You
1: can get what- probably rather this has happened May a league at good, but every game's a cup final right, you know? for every mm-hmm. team really good mm-hmm. top, top six teams can you go got to the league this season it's got to be me. I mean it's, it's a, lot of, a lot of folks got to be looking at results and Abbey Abbey will probably be happy I would imagine it's just got to be to see if Abbey
0: can happen that's yeah, it's exciting yeah and it's, it's well, shaping up to be a a really interesting end to the season. I say end to the season, we're only three games in, but you know what I mean. If we can shake off this, this bad weather and get some games on, then it will be... There's a, a really interesting couple of weeks ahead. Right, Scott, here's the big one. How's your pub quiz knowledge? Awful. Awful. <laughs> right, right, I'll get, I'll put 60 seconds on the clock. Ten general knowledge questions for you. The man that you've got to equal is Neil McLean from Locos, who's got ten I'm going to start the 60 seconds now. Which river flows through Glasgow? Yeah. Me sure. What does the German word Danke mean in English? Flash. Who is the current host of The Wheel on BBC One Saturday night? Yeah,
1: Michael Marketers.
0: What is the name of James Corden's character in Gavin and Stacey?
1: Smithy.
0: Catalonia is the region of which country? Spain. What is the UK's most popular pizza topping? Pepperoni. What is 20% of 200?
1: 180.
0: Uh, which fashion designer had the initials YLS? YLS. Portree is the largest town on which Scottish island? And which soap opera... Recently turned 60. Quite OK, Scott, let's have a look. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Six is no bad. Ah, it's Listen, mate, all the best for uh, for Saturday and the season ahead. And uh, we wish, uh, wish you all the best. We want to see as many Highland League sides in the next round of the, the Cup as possible. So all the best against Banks of D and, uh, and all the best for the season.
1: And it'd be like hitting a tank, and you just and you
2: look you look round for a free kick, and John Roberts in a parky would just say play on, and you're like.
0: Pfft. Former Cali Thistle, Hibbs, Dundee United, and St Johnston centre half Darren Dodds is the latest guest on Highland Football Weekly. The big man talks about his playing career as well as extensively about his three year spell in the Highlands. Also, our
2: players won't as much limelight as he probably should have, because of their performances. But we sort of went into most games as underdogs, which actually helped us.
0: Download it today on iTunes, Spotify, or whatever you get your podcasts.
2: An agent at the time took the wrong advice and says, "I'll oh, put in a transfer request that will force to move through and put it in." But obviously, it just ended and still, didn't get anywhere. It was more sort of game like, um, taking advice. An agent. If, if i had my time again, obviously, wouldn't put transfer request. Then.
0: Well, let's start our preview, the Scottish Cup preview. Anyway, this weekend's card. Uh, we'll look ahead to the rest of the second round ties in a few moments time but let's look at a first round tie because rain snow and ice has caused havoc for the Camelin against Brora tie and the latest call off came this morning which means they'll take each other on on Saturday afternoon Catex boss Stephen Mackay joins me now Stephen it's been a bit of a a bit of a nightmare for yourself at Brora and also Camelin as well and getting this game to go ahead,
1: yeah.
2: Good evening, all um, it's, um, it's been a, f- a frustrating um, f- few weeks for, for sure, um, obviously going down to Camelon and, and, and you know playing the game first and foremost, and, and the conditions were were atrocious. Uh, to be to be fair, um, and fair play to both teams for, for trying to play football, but but the, the the rain was was torrential, and it just deteriorated as, as the first half went on. So. It was the right call. At the time, albeit, it wasn't ideal. That we were down there and we played the first half, but it just had to be called off. And it was the right decision, and then you know we've, we've, we've been waiting ever since to get a kind of a window, of decent weather to to go and play the tie. But unfortunately, yeah, we've not had that as of yet.
0: They've changed the venue for Saturday. They did change the venue. To be fair to them, tonight to an all-weather pitch, and it still hasn't made it. So I'm sure, well, I'm fingers crossed. Uh, for Saturday that we can get the go ahead in terms of your preparation because of the the kind of urgency to get the ties going you know, league games have had to um, play second fiddle almost to the Scottish Cup so how, how about your preparations for this game because, you know, you, you're almost hanging on I mean, they've, they've been okay in calling the game off in good time, but still your preparations and training, how has that been over the last, uh, you know two weeks really?
2: We've actually managed it quite well. Aldi, to be fair, and we've heard the lads because it has been a, a bit kind of last minute, like you say. Each time the game is called off, you, you prepare for the next fixture in a few days' time. We we train accordingly, and then you know it's been then called off. And we've had to then quickly assess it and, and make arrangements for training. So we, we've been able to do that. So I'm pretty happy with how we've prepared for the game. Um, you know we've trained regularly. Essentially, trained Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday, so so the, the boys have, have trained well and, and, and trained hard because we, we know the importance of the game um, and the importance of trying to get it through. But we also know that that, that Camelon will be no pushovers. We kind of experienced them for the first time on Boxing Day in 45 minutes that we did play. So we got kind of first-hand view of them. Um, and they're a they're a decent side. You know, they were highly motivated that first half so it's certainly no foregone conclusion and we're certainly not treating it like that we, we're, we're preparing as, as best we can as professional as we can because we know we've got a tough job on, on, on our hands and you know the fact that the, 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 the draw for the next round has been made uh, I think that will increase their, their motivation even more to get into the next round so we need to be mindful of that and we, we be able to kind of deal with that on the day and
0: hopefully we get to go ahead on Saturday Yeah I was going to ask you about Cameland because we spoke to Brian Barkley on the podcast who was at the Devonville, camelin uh, Cameland game in that uh, earlier round and he said they were you know they were pretty handy um I suppose uh, albeit conditions were tough on Boxing Day when the when the tide did get the go ahead and no conditions were hellish I've seen you know videos of of the the surface and it was you know getting worse as the as the play went on but as you say there, that kind of 45 minutes just give you a little taster of what to expect from them. It's always, it's, it's always good to, to see that first hand. So we did that. I mean, I saw the footage of the Devon Vale game,
2: and, and you're right, they, they, were, they were very impressed. I think Devon Vale um, will, will be the first to admit that they let themselves down on the day, but, but you know, fair play to Caden to go up there and play the way they did, and they, they scored some really impressive goals. So um, we, we were aware at that point that it wasn't going to be easy, but again, getting the to kind of look at them on Boxing Day um, and, and seeing where their threats kind of kind of lie and, and they're you know, quite aggressive in, in, in their approach in terms of getting the ball forward quickly and they've got some handy players in, in the final third of the park which, which, who could cause us problems um, so yeah it was, it was good in that respect to get a look at it um, we've now kind of prepared accordingly um, and, and trained really well in preparation for the game and like I said hopefully Hopefully, the weather's kind to us on, on, on Saturday, but um, the forecast doesn't look great, to be honest with
0: you. We'll wait and see what, what happens. You're missing, well, if the game had gone ahead as we record this on Wednesday night, you're missing uh, Paul Brindle with an ankle knock. And John Pickles, obviously, you know, travelling that distance from Orkney as well. Does that give them, I'm assuming that, that um, Pickles is available for Saturday, but does that give Paul Brindle uh, an extra couple of days to get ready for the game?
2: Yeah, I mean, it'll give Paul extra time to get, to get ready. I still think that, that Saturday will come um, too quickly for, for him. And, uh, you know, John Pickles will we'll, we'll probably just need to look at that a bit carefully in, in relation to where he's based in, in, in the country. and
1: Of course, yeah. And, and yep. travelling in between
2: um, different uh, tiers, if you like. So we'll need to kind of get the government guidelines and get some advice on that and whether we can or, or whether he can or can't travel. So we'll, we'll kind of we'll do our homework on that. I mean, it's only until today that, that we, we we thought the game was going to go ahead tonight. So now that we've got the Saturday, if he can travel, um, then then that's an option for us that he can he can travel down either on the Friday evening or, or the Saturday morning for the game.
0: Now, as you mentioned, there of course the the second round draw was made on the I think it was was it the Sunday morning or just after the the games unboxing Day and um, you were drawn at home, well, the, the winner of the tie will, will be at home to Hearts, who, of course, finished runners-up in last year's competition, which only ended on the 20th of December. But Hearts at home for the winners, you mentioned there is a massive, you know, carrot dangling in front of both sets of players. How how difficult or how easy is that is to, to distract the players, you know, from kind of, Getting away from the talk it's, of hearts, you know,
2: it's a it's a massive distraction to, to be honest with you, because you know you, you can you can <laughs> almost take your eye off of, of the task in hand in relation to the Camelon game. What ish and how nice it would be to play hearts, and, and it would be it would be a it'd be a fantastic occasion for. Our players. I don't think it would be um, equally as good if, if you know, with not having the fans there. I mean, that that would be a, a wonderful occasion for for everyone. Albeit, you know, like you said, the winners up of, of last year's competition in Brora, its, it's a mouth prospect for us. But we've not really spoken about it. Um, we know it's fair. Um, we we know what, what the prize is. But to be fair, to the players and, and, and the coaches, staff—we've not really talked about it much. We just we're just focused on. The Camelon game, I think we have to be... We, you can't get carried away with looking at, you know, anything beyond this game on on, on Saturday. So um, we just need to focus on that first and foremost and, and, and do what we're good at um, and, and and hopefully that'll be enough to see us through.
0: Well, I'll say it because I know that you can't, but having watched Robbie Nielsen and his men on Saturday night against Dundee, I'm a jambo, of course. I think either Brora or Camelon will give them a game uh, because they were frankly... <laughs> Um, disgusting to watch, but anyway, um, listen, listen, listen of that. We wish you all the best, Stephen, for uh, for first of all Saturday against uh, against Camelon. We of course want to see all Highland League sides progress into the into the the next rounds of the of the Scottish Cup. And indeed, as we, we were talking off there about you know games that, that Rangers have they've played against Highland League sides over the years. They've played Keith and uh, Forrest and Fraserbrand. It, it's just really nice to see. You know teams in the league come up against you know the, the supposed big boys, if you like, of Scottish football.
2: Yeah, that, that's the beauty of the Scottish Cup, isn't it? I mean, you know, we, we talked about it earlier that the, the, the Betfred Cup and, and, and you know the, the, the kind of the, the, posit, the positivity that came out of that and, and the credibility that the club and got off the back of that competition. It was a really good competition, but there's something really special about the Scottish Cup. So, to play a team of that ilk, you know, or potentially to play that team of that ilk at home would be massive for us. I mean, yes, they're a a championship side, which which you'll be frustrated about at this moment (laughs) in time, but, you know, let's be honest that they're a a premiership um, side in in everything that they do, you know, the team they've got in the park, their infrastructure, everything. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it is, you summed up greatly there that it's it's a massive carrot that's dangling. not just in front of us, but in front of the So
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, We just need to make sure that we're, we're, we're professional, we're focused on, on, on the Cane game, and, you know, do all the things that we're good at, and, 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 I'm, and I'm sure that we'll, we'll get a positive result.
0: Well, Stephen, all the very best on on Saturday, and we hope that uh, we hope to see Broda in the hat for the second round of the Scottish Cup.
2: No worries. Thanks for having me, Aldi.
0: Well, we wish Borona Rangers all the very best and we hope that they can take the Jambos up to Dudgeon Park potentially a week on Saturday. Let's now look ahead to the rest of the weekend's action in the company of Dave Edwards. Steve, how are you? <laughs> Keeping really well, Ian. It's it's
3: nice to hear from you. And uh, yeah, Justin, I, I don't know if I'm enjoying lockdown. It's it's a case of uh, having to, isn't it? We're all on the same boat, and uh, you know, it's it's good. There's some sport going on, and uh, we're able to catch up with a little bit of it.
0: Absolutely, and I think this lockdown is. Listen, there's there's obviously health implications, but this lockdown is slightly different. Of course, at the start of last year's lockdown, we didn't have any football to talk about, but we do have football to talk about at the start of this lockdown. And indeed, the Scottish Cup takes over this weekend as well. We've already looked at the uh, Broda and Fraserbra ties. Uh, Fraserbra uh, against banks A D and, of course, Broda against Camelon, with that heart's carrot dangling in front of both teams' eyes. Uh, Dave, I don't know about you, but the, the tie that really stood out for me in the, the second round, and I'm, I'm I'm frankly quite surprised at television, I haven't picked it up, is Bucky Thistle at home to Inverness, Cali Thistle. Realistically, I mean, there's so many intriguing little aspects of that that cup tie. It's one I'm sure the supporters would have loved to have gone along to. What are the chances of an upset? Can we see Bucky Thistle causing an upset on Saturday?
3: Well, it's the Scottish Cup, Ian, and uh, nothing will me at all. I am so that that one wasn't picked by the, the, uh, the broadcasting uh, to, to, to cover because we you know you've got the you've got the uh, the spider thing the, the, you know um, Graham Stewart was at, Cali at this, uh, as, a, as a youngster mm-hmm. and there's not only that there's there's, there's a fact that the lucky captain Kevin Fraser uh, I think it was three four seasons ago now came within a whisker of joining Cali that if he was agreed everything was agreed and in the end Cali pulled back no um, he's an Inverness boy and at that time he was a reigning league player of the year, best player of the league by a mile and didn't happen, so maybe Kevin Fraser would have a point to prove in that one, and I'm pretty sure he will. He'll he'll really be up for it. But that that one with fans in Victoria Park would have been a huge game, um, and I'm disappointed it's not on the it's not on the, not going to be the telly. We'll see the highlights, of course, and a trip to Victoria Park because at this time of year it's going to be cold, it's going to be crispy, and it, it will be. And snow. Who knows? Uh, will not
0: relish one little bit and I would not be surprised if there was a, if there was a big huge surprise in this one I mean I I've, I've kind of earmarked this one it was a, a bit of a shock I mean Callie thistle under John Robertson have been a, a good cup team um but of course just it's a tricky venue venue for them to go to regardless of supporters or not um they won't they won't fancy going there I'm sure of that uh, Bucky thistle have been going well uh, and at the start of the season, we spoke to uh, Spider a few weeks ago in the podcast, but uh, going really well. And of course, they caused a bit of a an upset. To be honest, I saw that one coming a, a, against the Albion Rovers, but take nothing away from the fact that uh, aside from the Highland League, knocked out a League Two club. Uh, Bucky, go into this game in good form. I think they do I think it comes to do a history behind them um, way back in 2001 2002
3: if I remember correctly um, Bucky beat uh, a team who were sitting top of the second division and top of the second division by quite some distance Hamilton Aki is now a premier team of course mm-hmm. but they beat Hamilton Aki's 2-0 at, uh, at Victoria Park that was a huge upset at that time as well because I say Hamilton Aki's were sailing at the top of the League 2 or the second division as it was in those days the third tier of Scottish football and um Stevie Rattery fired Bucky ahead that day. And uh, Craig Stewart, who's now the caretaker manager at Devon Vale, ex-Elgin City, ex-Bucky, ex Vale, of course. Um, he was, uh, well, shall we say, a return figure on the day. And he scored a magnificent second goal to put Bucky two up. And uh, the, the, the Hamlin fans have been given a lot of stick during the game, shouting, who ate all the pies, who ate all the pies. <laughs> and, of course, when Craig scored, he made a a gesture to the size of his stomach and gave them a thumbs up and it was a a, a crucial blow that one that was a second and one in goal for Bucky so Bucky do have a bit of history on their side
0: Well that one as I said earmarked for a bit of a cup classic at the weekend as well, there's some really interesting ties this weekend involving Highland League sides there's a a couple of home ties in there as well, Um, chances of an upset for Martin take on at Keith at home to Clyde and Nairn County at home to Montrose. Any chances of an upset for those three?
3: Yeah, well, the, the, the first one. Did you say Keith? The first one, Keith Clyde.
0: Uh, Keith against Clyde, yeah.
3: Yeah, Keith against Clyde. Uh, Alan and um, um, Tommy, Tommy Wilson is there now. It's uh, part of the new management team, and Tommy's got a, a history of uh, Scottish Cup. Um, uh, you know uh, expeditions, Um I think we're tough one for Keith. The the but, of course, any team with Cammy Keith up front does have a chance. I, I've got a funny feeling that uh, Keith might struggle in this one against a decent Clyde side. It uh, depends on the pitch, of course, the, the pitch conditions may be yep. the home side. Uh, in near Count- County, it's going to be crispy at, uh, at Station Park, especially over on the far side where the, the, uh, the Howland Shed is. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've got a wee chance against Montrose. Um, I think this could be a, a close run thing. Um, I think for martin to got the best chance of all. Ian, yeah, I, I was at uh, for Martin's first ever uh, sojourn into the Scottish Cup. It was a long way to go, but it was an athletic wee for Martin United. Ah, right? that okay. Was their,
1: first, yeah.
3: their first venture in the Scottish Cup. And um, was the manager, mm-hmm. and I was invited that day on the Friday night to go down in the team bus and all the way down to Annan. We stayed in Edinburgh overnight in a lovely hotel. Um, everybody we went to their beds very early, all the players even Billy went went to his bed early, would you believe? <laughs> but the for Martin Chairman and I sat up till the wee early hours talking football and drinking red wine. And uh, around about three thirty I said to uh, Mr. Mr Cadger, Athel I said, I thought I think it's time to go to bed. I've got I've got work tomorrow. And he said, I, I suppose you're right. But we're up Bright Brighton Breeze at eight o'clock the next morning and we walk and then went down to Annan. If I remember correctly, uh, for Martin that a player sent off uh, I think was Andy Shearer, the goalkeeper if I remember rightly, and um, sent off early in the game and for Martin went down three or four nil. But that was a learning cut for them. And uh, it would not surprise me if, if Martin were shocked out on Saturday and beat Annan Athletic and got the revenge
0: for that one. Yeah, Annan currently, well, lower half of League Two, so the chances are looking good. Of course, the other Highland League side uh, are in action, or potentially in action this weekend. Huntley uh, kick off tonight at 8 o'clock, as we record this on the Wednesday night. So they're taking on uh, Cumbernauld Colts for the chance to play at Dumbarton away Huntley could end up away to Dumbarton on Saturday or away to Wick I'm not sure which Alan Hill will prefer <laughs>
3: Uh, yes, I think you'd probably prefer to be in the Scottish Cup, I would imagine, because <laughs> it, it does mean extra cash if you get the further you go in the, the Scottish Cup. I, I, I would expect Hamlet to take to take care of Cumberland Coles. He's a shrewd tactician as Alan Hale, and uh, I would uh, expect them on the, the fine surface at uh, model Stadium tonight, uh, home of Cove Rangers, of course. I think they might well get through uh, to play Dumbarton on Saturday. Now, the first time they played Dumbarton in the Scottish Cup, I remember, and, again, and naming him again, Stevie Patterson was a manager of Huntley, when Huntley played Dumbarton at that time, oh, how many years ago was that, maybe 15, 16, 17 years ago, seems like yesterday Ian, <laughs> but Huntley went down there, Dumbarton were sitting top of the, the first division at that time, Huntley beat them 2-0, John Gardner, a tremendous game, and two goals scored by Dave McKinley. Uh, brother of Scotland yep, yep. John McGinley but Dave McGinley was, uh, was was the hero on that day and uh, an amazing night in uh, <laughs> on the way home that night we, we stayed in Dunblane in the Hydro yep. I was invited to stay over and uh, I could never have driven home after all the time that night as well so I had, I had a long leisurely drive home the next morning with a guy called Alan Dunsire uh, who played for who played for uh, Huntley uh, he decided to come up the road with me rather than uh, the bus journey but uh, Stevie Parson was on um, the, uh, the programme on the Sunday afternoon and uh, I don't know if Stevie was as sober as I was I don't know but that's the story Stevie had uh, uh, I don't want to say for himself on the day and quite rightly so because it was a magnificent win for Huntley. they had a great win that day I maybe think if they go to Dumbarton Dumbarton will get the better of them this time around (laughs) but who knows it is the Scottish Cup after all
0: yep that's right and that's why we love the Scottish Cup Uh, one side that we don't normally talk about on the HFL show Elgin City of course a, a local side in this patch as well and that's another really interesting tie because Elgin City take on Air United. Elgin City have really been—they've been in cracking form this season under Gavin Price. He's really got them uh, shooting right at the table. I know Queens Park are the hot favourites in League Two, but Elgin City aren't far behind as well. And I don't think Air United will fancy a trip to Borough Briggs on Saturday. I don't think they will, really uh, on pay-per-view
3: the highlights of uh, my, my team Rothis were playing Elgin the Friendly
2: yep. uh, the other night and I watched, uh, I watched the highlights and fortunately or fortunately as it was I didn't get a chance to key into it
3: minutes gone by which time Rothes were down 3-0 <laughs> <laughs> so I missed all Elgin's goals and I saw Rothes score one in the second half to finish 3-1 but Elgin are a, a decent team and uh, under Gavin Price, he will have them well drilled. And you're dead right, Air United, however well they are going, they will not fancy a trip to uh, Borough Briggs. I'm going back even further this time. I remember way back in, in the late 60s, Elgin played Air United in the Scottish Cup. Air uh, United were a there was 1 team at that time, top team. Guy, uh, the guy who managed them, you'll know his name, Ali McLeod. Yes. Uh, it was a it was a nighttime game. Elgin played them uh, at Borough Briggs. Uh a man man sent off here united, you, you know, a guy called Dick Malone, who uh, who won the FA Cup with Sunderland full okay. Back. Okay. He got he got sent off for kicking Holly Grant. Wally got his own back, Wally scored, and I can't remember who scored the other Elgin goal one night. Elgin beat them two 0 and marched on in the Scottish Cup. And uh, so Elgin won that day, whether they'll win this time God knows, but it is again. It's the FA Cup. It's the magic of the FA Cup. And uh, as I say, I'm old enough to remember that night all those years ago. It was a fabulous night at Borough Breaks. Let's hope Elgin can do the same on Saturday and, create, and recreate a little bit of history.
0: Well, there you are. Some I mean, history has a, a, a way of repeating itself and, and coming up in these uh, circumstances. And and who knows? I, I, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, fan, I wouldn't fancy. Uh, well. I would fancy Elgin City on, on Saturday, put it that way, especially on home soil against the air, uh, regardless of the division. Uh, there's also potentially, well, two minimum uh, league games this weekend as well. Lossymouth take on Clach. Clach, uh, as we touched on at the very start of the podcast, uh, going so well early on last weekend against Locos, but losing 4-2 in the end. And Devon Vale take on Strathspey. Thistle. And we, and we might be seeing Strathspey for the first time in the league this season I know they had the cup tie but this could be the, the first outing for the Strathy Jags this Saturday weather depending of course
3: yes weather depending and also Vale depending of course because Vale had several players testing with Covid last week and um, if that situation doesn't improve that one could go off uh, and uh, because of Covid reasons here um, I have seen Staspe this all this year I did see uh, Bucky beat them in the cup um, They were well organised They um, didn't have off to, to, to offer up front But they were well organised at the back And uh, Gavin Nicholson uh, Always has his team well organised um, That could be a tricky one for real If the game goes ahead Because they haven't really been setting the head on fire But they'll want to maybe prove a point For their, their, care, their caretaker manager um, Craig Stewart Who's got the job till the end of the season um, They'll maybe want to prove a point for him If that one goes ahead
0: yeah, of course. And and as we record this on Wednesday, we're at the mercy of the weather gods and everything else that seems to be happening in the world at the moment. Uh, Dave, are you uh, taking in a game this weekend? I don't know. Uh, I'm awaiting the call, so sure safe. If you could have your choice, which game would you be attending? Uh, as, well, as a member of the press, of course, which game would you be attending this weekend, if you had your choice?
3: Yeah, I used to pick my game. I, I'm no longer in that situation. The PJ, I'm freelancing for the P&J again. It's good to do. Uh, young Callum Law has uh, his pick of the games. I get probably my pick of the second game. If I had an option, I would definitely go to Bucky Thistle against Canny Thistle on Saturday. I think it will be a tremendous cup time.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Dave, as always, an absolute pleasure to catch up with you. My thanks to Scott Barber, Stephen Mackay earlier in the podcast as well and, of course, Edward, Dave Edwards. Uh, we're looking forward to a cracking weekend of football again and, of course, that Scottish Cup. Everyone loves the Scottish Cup. Thanks for listening
2: Uh we'll be back next week.